week 127. Our next topic is coming from, it's called The Homos Every Night. And it's coming from the book, Queer Love in Color by Jamal Jordan. Now, featured couple, one of the featured couples, Mike and Phil, were asked if there was any detail about their story the authors should be sure to include. And Phil said, simply, remember to mention that we've spent every night together for over 40 years. They met when they were in their 20s and they're still together today in their 70s. Beautiful. A homosexual couple. All right. And that's beautiful. And that reminded Aaron Mack of his ex-boyfriend turned friend who had a philosophy of never going to bed mad because one might never wake up the next day and you, if that happened, you would be stuck with that feeling for the rest of your life. Now, if a dispute occurred in the evening, Aaron Mack would not want to stay up all night trying to hash out the issue that could be clearer in the morning. Aaron Mack would sometimes prefer to sleep in the other room. And unfortunately, ultimately, they broke up. Now, when is it best to sacrifice sleep for the time to correct the issue? And when is it best to wait for the clearer heads of the morning? Jasmine, may I? Yes. And if you could turn horizontal though, Chrissy. Okay, so I'm the type of person that I, it's really difficult for me to move forward with when there's a, an issue. Um, sometimes it's not worth it. If you're too angry to talk about stuff and, uh, and you might need some sleep first, you might need to sleep off the anger first. But me personally, it's hard for me to move forward in any relationship, in any, it, it doesn't even have to be a romantic one. We have an issue, um, let's come to some type of uh, solution or, you know, talk about whatever both of our issues are with whatever the, you know, whatever the issue is at hand. Um, it's really hard for me to move forward without having a discussion. Um, and I'll lose, I will lose sleep. I will not sleep. Um, really? Really. It's hard, like it's hard for me to sleep unless I'm, unless it's a situation that really makes me depressed. Like I feel really depressed over the situation. And then that's all I want to do is sleep. But, um, but um, uh, I can't move forward if we don't, we don't talk about it. We got to hash it out like a couple of grownups. We got to hash it out. You know, if not, then, I mean, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to, I don't want to go to bed angry either. I don't like doing that either. I don't like to go to bed if I'm upset. And most likely if I am, I'm not sleeping. I'll be up well, stewing. Work in the morning. I'll be up stewing. <laughs> huh? Oh, well. But what if you have work in the morning and, and you need to go to bed and get some sleep? It, it doesn't, I mean, 
that's just the way it affects me personally. Like if, if I have an issue about something, it affects me personally. Like I'm uh, just, I try to, uh, you know, try to, um, instead of like being focused on what's in my head and how I feel about things, um, to just focus on something positive or just focus on, you know, um, loving, loving and kind things, but it's hard to do when you know, me personally, when I know I cannot move forward without uh, fix, fixing this or finding a solution. All right, Jasmine. Did you want to go next or did you want me to go next? I'll go one minute. Um, yeah, me too. I'm like that too. With just any situation with, with a person or something that just whatever general situation, something like I can move forward. I, I, some things like we all, we just have to deal with situation. Then we just have to deal with that's, that you then fixed or didn't fix, that's just bad, and you want something to work out in your favor, just general situations, yeah, I'm like that too, like, something is not right, sometimes I'm just really mad for something I really, you know, loved or something happened bad or something, I will be mad and try to over it, you know, sad or mad and try to over it <laughs> for a long time. But not like days, days like that, unless, yeah, something super, super sad, but yeah, still. So it sounds like you're saying you are also a we must hash it out right now person. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. I mean, some things aren't worth losing sleep no. over. You know, you kind of yeah. gotta pick your battles. You know, uh, everything's not worth losing sleep over, especially if you have to get up early in the morning for work. You can't really let your emotions about something or your thoughts about something mess with your pockets for real, because bills still gotta get paid at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. um, you know, when it comes, uh, you still gotta come home and still deal with the personal stuff. You know, and uh, if if you can't do it in the morning. Um, then, then how does that, how's that going to affect, affect your whole day? You can try to not let it affect your whole day, but your whole game will be off if you have, if you have something lingering in your mind that's that's that you know you got to go home to, you know, and uh, ultimately uh, you have to address it at some point, you know. And, and we understand some if those certain things have to be separated. You know, work, work, and uh, and pleasure and and personal stuff have to be separated. You can't just bring your shit with you to a job. You know, you can't just um, neglect your your needs as a person, like eating and sleeping and whatnot, because of you know something that you have a disagreement about or something that you're not able to discuss because you're upset, or you know, or the other person's upset. And it's just not the time or the place to, to talk about it, you know. But, I mean, it's it's not a good idea to go to sleep angry if you're with a significant other. I don't think. I think you should, hey, let's, let's try to get some type of understanding here. You know, like, I'm not really, um, 
I'm not, um, I don't really like the word compromise. Um, Cause that to me, that to me sounds like nobody's really getting what they want. People, both people are settling for something and, um, or one is settling for something. And it's usually, um, it depends on the type of person you're with. You're either with, an, uh, you're either a selfish person, uh, selfless. And uh, if, you're, if you're a selfless person and you have a selfish partner, most likely you're the one making the compromise, you know, unless you're with another selfless person. And um, that ain't gonna work anyway. So, you know, uh, hashing it out, I think is the best thing to do, you know, um, after you woosa or whatever, maybe you, you might need to take a day, you know, but it's kind of hard to do. You still have to go to work and you still have to be on your, at your peak performance and stuff, but you have stuff waiting at home for you. I was, uh, that all, it, it's complicated, right? And the question is here because I don't necessarily see a smooth, easy answer for it either way. Because yes, what you're saying is you wouldn't want it to be a situation that, oh, you sleep on it, wait until tomorrow, and hopefully things with a clearer mindset will allow you to be able to draw a quick answer in the morning and next thing you know, it's like, oh, great, we're great. Or it could be a situation that, um, well, you didn't resolve it in the morning. So yeah, then you have it hanging over your head all day and that would stink to then be like, oh, so I'm now after, and imagine that you had a stressful day on top of that, to then have all of that hang over your head to then go back to it. But I'm not necessarily a fan of saying, oh, well, we need to stay up all night until we solve this issue because Again, what, what if you have to get up early for work? I know there were some times that I would want to go to bed, early, particularly if it happens late at night. Like, let's say you all stay up and watch a show late at night that comes on and goes off at like 10 or something. And next thing you know, you, you have that disagreement moment at the 10 o'clock hour. And then next thing you know, it takes you all the way until one, two, two o'clock. And it's like, uh, I just want to go to bed because I have to get up early, eight o'clock in the morning for work. And then if you don't go to bed, let's say that because you didn't get your sleep, now your whole day at work has been ruined. So, and... Eh, but if you didn't solve the issue with that partner, you'll still have to come back to that. So that makes it a really horrible day. Yeah, it does. And it's kind of hard to just let stuff go and then, or, you know, get, okay, let's say you do get some sleep and then you do go to work and you're well rested, but you have this, you have this on your mind. So you're, you're still kind of distracted at work. And you're, you're not really as focused as you need to be. 
or maybe you are because you're at work and you separate those things. Some it's, some people it's easy to separate those things, but then you come back home, the other person probably be like, uh, you know, I didn't let it go already, and it, you know it's kind of awkward to say, okay, well let's let's talk about this right now, you know. So, um, but but honestly, if it's a serious issue, at some point it's got to be addressed. Even if you don't hash it out all night, you know, like it's just not responsible to always do that. But, you know, for for two people who really care about each other, who respect each other's feelings, who respect each other and who share a space together there, you got to you got to address things that are important to your significant other and not just sweeping under the rug, you know? Yes. And then the question, though, becomes. How do you determine, and uh, we're going to bring this to a close after you all answer this question, but then it comes down to how do you determine what is important enough to your significant other to be something that's important enough to lose sleep over? To the extent that, is it to the point that every single thing that's a disagreement, they'll be like, this is important to me. Or is there, are there certain things that it's like, yes, this is something that's really important to me. It takes pair, press, pre, uh, the word's not coming to mind. Precedence. Precedence, oh, okay. It takes precedence over these other things and I will not ask us to stay up all night hashing out anything for those things, but this particular thing Yes, if we can. So, so that's a, a little different as far yeah, as- Yeah, I mean, if it's something that's, you know, really trivial, like I really don't, I'm not about to argue over nothing small anyway. Um, we're not gonna argue. If you wanna talk about it, fine. If you don't wanna talk about it, I respect that. I respect your space. You know, I'm going to sleep if I have to get to, you know, go to work in the morning. I'm not about to be, up worried about it or nothing like that. But if it's something major, if it's something serious that can ultimately impact the outcome of your relationship, then there's something that you have to address. Like you gotta face it. You know, you can't just put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off or just forget about it and sweep it under the rug or wait until whenever. I mean, sometimes that's necessary too to wait a day or two or three later or maybe a week later or whatever. But then that anger doesn't go away. Those feelings about that situation doesn't go away. The whatever thoughts you had about it doesn't really go away. You may have time to sit and think about it and really uh, try to really understand the other person's point of view, if you even know it, you know, um, it, without talking about it, you know, or at least recall what type of, you know, why you disagreed in the first place and what things were said during the disagreement, you know, if you recall all that stuff and and really respect and love that person you know if it's not something that's that's that you can really handle you know that's something that you should address right, right away instead of just dragging on something that's not really going to ever find a solution right. and you lose your sleep over it you're you're not really happy you know like it just doesn't make any sense to not address it or deal with it this part i'll, I'll go First, um, are you and your three closest friends growing at the same pace? If not, 
why do you think that is? I don't, uh, I would say um, that's like a yes and no kind of thing, depending on you, because I, I don't, I um, didn't have friends that I, like, like some people do, some people don't, I don't have any friends. Can you turn your split. camera back on though? I don't have any friends I straight came up with all the way through, but I know I saw some people that I went to school with, and then they went to another school, and then outside of that, I had friends, but I never had friends that was like so long, 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 but they were still friends, and they were cool, and I think, yeah, we would be on the same, same pace with things, yeah. But maybe some not because you're not used to being around them and whoever for long. So, <laughs> so yeah. All right. And Chrissy, you're next. Um, my closest what in high school. Um. So, no, my three closest. Well, first of all, I was uh, transferred to another school in the middle of my junior year in high school. So all of my closest friends were at my old school. And even though we're still friends today um, via social media, um, whenever they come to Cleveland or when they're, they're in Cleveland and not in Aruba, because <laughs> mm. <laughs> my one... Um, childhood BFF uh she's gone <laughs> she don't have no children she just has a dog you know like she just she just be all oh, she'd be gone she she's gone to another another place that's not here and um so happy for her <laughs> which I can tag along sometimes but um nice. um it's really different though because um uh she's a uh, she's uh doesn't have any children and I'm a single parent uh, my other friend is in the military and she's married and has children and I'm a single parent. <laughs> and uh, my other good friend who is a guy, um, he has, he has children and, um, and we were really close, but we're not even really that close anymore. We don't really even talk a whole lot. So um you know, uh, our, all of our lives went different directions. So it's not, it's, we're not, we're not, um, you know, on the same, on the same page, but when we do get together uh, to hang out or whatever, catch up or whatever, it's, a, it's usually a good time. All right. And for myself, um, I don't, have a whole bunch of friends. I have one uh, best friend and well, I have more than one best friend. Um, I We've not communicated as much since I've moved and that's just sort of is what it is, I guess. So I will leave it at that. And again, I don't have many friends. He was, is that, anyway. 
So that's me. This is the lightning round. So answers supposed to be really quick. And th that was a really quick answer. I didn't really say anything. But anyway, Jasmine, are you ready for the next card? Yep. Uh, let me see. Uh, what three boundaries do you place during dating? And what's the plan to bind yourself to them? Um, three boundaries. And again, you, you can pick any order. You can go first, you can go second, you can go last, up to you. I want to go first again. Um, three... Three boundaries. Um, I would say I I don't know their boundaries. They probably are and are considered boundaries. Like um, I haven't experienced it, no, but somebody has because somebody is in a situation where they're giving someone that that situation, like pretty much anything in life. So I'm like, I would not want to be in a situation where I have to kiss someone with stinky breath because <laughs> some people have it, but a lot of people, they generally don't. I mean, but I just know when you're talking to them and you can, they have that. And um, another one, I don't have any, but kind of I never showered with anyone but I would be scared to probably shower with someone well not really scared but I I probably would not really want to like shower with someone until like I get comfortable but that's one of my things too <laughs> and the third one and that's it <laughs> all right and who's next um, uh, Chrissy, and then you get up. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I would say that I would, I prefer not to date anyone who already has somebody that they're seeing or that's seeing multiple people um, or is sexual with multiple people. Um, even one other person, I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, I would rather um, to just date somebody who is actually single and not seeing someone else or interested in seeing anyone else on any level, especially sexually, uh, because um, I, my goal when I date is to get married. Uh, I want to get married eventually. Um, you know, and I, I would prefer them to not be preoccupied with other energies. Um, and my second boundary is if we do go on a date, um, they have to be open to uh, me treating sometimes. And second or third, um, if we go out uh, or, or start dating, um, I cannot tolerate someone who is mean and nasty and unkind to other people. 
All right. So as for me, I, I, I don't think I, I have three. And I actually, I just, I was going to go somewhere totally different, but I just thought of this now. I think a boundary or requirement for me is that rule of first date public place. Like I, that, that matters to me. And if I'm going to interact with you, I want our first date to be in a public place. That's a pretty, whoops. That, that's a pretty non-negotiable for me if you're somebody I take seriously. Oh, and, and you know what? Oh, okay, I, I'll name two. A second one that I have, it took me a long time to be fully comfortable with myself as a homosexual man and I came out to my mom when I was 21, but she passed away when I was like 22. So that really sort of put a halt on my coming out going as much. And, and you know what, let me, I think I'm, anyway. But I, I, I don't wanna say that to make it seem like I'm blaming my mom for anything. I'm just saying, it took me a while to become fully comfortable with myself as a homosexual man. And now that I'm here, I would want a partner to be the same. So that's a, a boundary for me. If you're what one of my friends affectionately referred to as a confused straight boy, that's, that's kind of a no. So that, that's a boundary. And mm -hmm. I want somebody who will love me and be comfortable with the fact that they love me. Not like back when I was in my sexual exploration days when dudes would sometimes be like, oh, I, I'm sorry, you, you can suck my dick, but I, I, I don't kiss dudes. I save my, I save my lips for, my, for a woman. And it's like, wow. That sounds like a fetish, no? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess that leads to the next card. But yeah, no, but, yeah but, but that that's what dudes would say sometimes. They'd be like, I, I, I don't kiss dudes. I save my lips for women. Mm. Like, wow. Okay. And sometimes mm -hmm. because, and I'm just talking while Jasmine pulls up the next card. But sometimes I would go for that. It, it took me, uh, I very quickly got out of accepting that though. I, I would be very upfront with people like, are you one of those people who says you save your lips for women? Because if so, I'm not the one for you. Anyway. Jasmine? Oh, um, yes, I did. I just waiting. Do do you have a fetish? If so, what turns you on about it? Um, I don't know. I, I don't have um, some fetish. Well, no. I mean, I have a thing when I 
comes down to something you like as far as in people, just like anything, like something you love or your favorite thing. I mean, it's not with the fetish, but I guess since I do have some kind of thing for someone like I do, like, like a type type thing, but it's not really a fetish. So I just trying to make a differentiation thing. But so I guess um, I like any, um, well, that's not a fetish, but I guess that I, I like um, hipster, hipster peoples and um, skater. That's my thing. So I'm crazy about skaters and <laughs> hipster guys. <laughs> You know it's so funny. Uh, oh, huh? What were you saying? Nothing. No, you you made me smile talking about the skater thing because that reminded me of a song. That I think I'm gonna add it to my library uh, right after this. But um, who remembers Avril Lavigne's song? Skate? Me, I remember. I used to love that song. Yes. Scared boy. Later, boy. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I always was um had my boombox. My my I don't know. It was my first one for Christmas when we didn't have any toys. I remember this moment where um I had my first radio. It was round and you have you know with the handle. And I used to um listen to my um Avril CD I got for Christmas on it. And that was my favorite song. Skater Boy and Happy Yeah, that that was a great album, actually. Oh my gosh! And her song, um, what what was that first big ballad? Home, home, or something, or losing, losing grip, or something. No, um, it was a ballad. I, I I'm sorry. Girlfriend, I, I, right? Girlfriend, uh, girlfriend. No, but but I, I like that too. But but that was later for Avril Lavigne. That that was when she started with the whole yeah. pink hair and all of that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so who's next? Um, you you go next, and then Crystal. <laughs> all right. So as far as a fetish is concerned, I I I, I guess. It uh, a fetish being the definition of a fetish being something that you particularly like that's not necessarily standard. Yes, I. Oh my gosh, you guys, we're being honest, and I, in being honest, I'll explain that I like guys' mm-hmm. feet or shoes. I, I, I have a thing for that. Like, I, I, I like that. And I think part of what I particularly like about that is because I, I always say I, I'm a leg man because I like legs and it, it just sort of goes together. So so if you have some fancy footwear, I, I, I dig it. Anyway, all right, sorry. Can I say, oh no, I need to let Christy and then I'll, I'll say something after about it. Hmm. <laughs> uh, jeez. You know, I, I, I didn't know a lot of things about myself that I know now. Uh, 
uh, from the past two and a half, three years. Um, what, as far as what I like, um, like I really, really like. Um, I, I like guys who like to dance and who can dance and who are flexible. <laughs> okay. Who are flexible. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that's just not scared to in, enjoy music. Not afraid to be flexible. Right, not afraid to be flexible. There it is. All right, Jasmine. Can I say something? Um, I'll move on to my next card after. I was going to say to both of you guys, I, I agree with you guys both with that. I forgot the dancer thing, that, that too, that I love some dancers. Someone who, who has a good good style can move good. And the leg thing, yeah, like, wow, like, you look at someone on the catalog, well, not but you know, and they have like everything that's that's that looks great about them, and like how guys stand, like what you're saying, like you're into like like a handsome guy, or like say they're not like suit handsome like the next person, but they're just as handsome, and um say they they smell good and they have a suit on or whatever, and they just they have this stand. I get you. It's like oh my gosh. <laughs> Right on, sister. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, yeah, that's important. They can't have DL. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, that's a thing. That's a no for me. <laughs> uh, let me see. On a special occasion, how would you best set the mood for your significant other romantically? I'll go on a special occasion. Oh, I would do like I've seen before. Um, you can do like a um surprise them when they coming from work or, or somewhere and the lights are off. Well the lights are dim and pick the little roses or something or something like that, or a nice shower, like a nice bath set with something in the little butter <laughs> and some nice dinner afterwards or even go outside to one of those those gazebo things I'm not used to that. I like to do that on a nice quiet night like every night and then you have the little pretty like lights I like, like the little festival connected lights and you just enjoy out there nice oh you next you could go next. <laughs> well, you, you know, I, I was thinking about it and I, I was actually just talking to an Uber driver earlier today about this, but I am an Eagle Scout. I am an Eagle Scout. And as an Eagle Scout, I love camping and the like. And I feel it would be super romantic to like, man, and, and I've been trying to set this up in my adulthood with somebody since the start of my adulthood, and it still hasn't come to fruition yet, but I would love to like get a cabin in the woods with my partner 
and just be us like in nature and oh I I would love that and I would like to think that my partner would love that as well so that would be a great way to set the mood and you know then you can do the whole rose petals thing I guess leading up to it but I I, I feel just mm-hmm. being in the woods in nature it's a, may, maybe a campfire some, something like that would be romantic. I, I don't know. And, and y'all could be like, Aaron, yeah, that's, that's not romantic. Huh? That's definitely true. I like that. Even right now, like, sometimes, sometimes, okay, not used to that. It's like, especially right now, it's getting cold, and it's like, oh my gosh, it sounds so nice and it's so pretty. That, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't hear the last thing you said. Yeah, that would be nice. It sounds nice and looks pretty. I would like to have some kind of fire off in or whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> Chrissy. Yeah, probably it would be something similar. Like I would I would have like a candlelit picnic at the beach um right before sunset. And um like sitting, enjoy the stars all night and moonlight and, you know, talk about a whole bunch of different things. But I have like um, uh, a box of my significant others, like a box of their favorite things that they like to eat or, you know, something they'd like to listen to. And um, I like, I like writing poetry. So I would uh, write a poem in um, or make something up off the cuff, or um, even serenade them. I would sing to them. So um, <laughs> that's not something that people do often, unless they, you know they're able to sing. And um, I think that would be really romantic. Nice. All right, Jasmine. Now we discussed this card in the beginning, and, and we established that people are going to have some differences of opinions so I'm ready um did you receive meetings with things and the kid would you discipline your children using corporal punishment why why not I I would like to go because um the the thing is um I think um mostly not like uh Whipping beating is um, the same in one way, but it seems really two totally different things. And I definitely can relate and understand. I think um, I had it happen to me and I, 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 don't, I don't like it. And I don't like some certain things that people do to people, like as far as in the beatings, whippings and other things. But I think um, I would really state my kid if I need to and I, I, I really don't want to do nothing more than that. But I would spank them. I wouldn't do anything worse. But I'm not for the, you know, totally the whippings. Definitely not the beatings. Because I, I did experience, <clears throat> of course, the general discipline, corporal thing. Because I didn't know what it's the corporal punishment. But um, I got the whippings. But sometimes, like some parents, I know that, I'm not in their household, but they do way, way worse things. And that's definitely a no-no. And I think nowadays you, you can't 
but I don't know the law like that because sometimes with anything you just live and when you know you're not told anything about anything and you just experience whatever random thing that's when you just find out just general things so that's why you will know what's right from wrong at that time but I'm not for it because some people they'll take it too far they'll definitely like hurt hurt the kids and I feel bad for the kids because I I have experience where I was like you know kind of gotten beat and had whips on me too and and no no one knew and my siblings and it's like yeah and <laughs> so yeah I wouldn't really I would just spank them but I would do more I would talk to them and spank them um I guess you can go next <laughs> Aaron Okay. Well, oh man. See, my answer is complex. So, as far as to answer the first part of the question, no, I I didn't. Um, and I I, I didn't after a certain point. I, I think after I turned like eight or nine, my mom just stopped it. And then I, I found out later in life that, yeah, they say when a kid is young, that it is effective to do that. But they say once the kid reaches the age of reason, that it's better to speak to them. And that's what my mom would do to me. It, it's so funny. I, I, I remember my best friend when, when I was a kid in Boy Scouts, he, his mom was a uh, social psychologist or something, and and hey. both of our mothers would be really big on the talking to you a lot. If you've done something incorrect, you would get a, a lengthy talking to, and he would be like, and she she talked to me all night long about it. But, you know, we, we'd learn our lessons, right? And as far as doing it, I, 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 I wouldn't want to, I am going to keep my answer short. I, I, I wouldn't want to do it to my kids either. Yeah. yeah, Jasmine, when you mentioned people taking it too far, the thing that came to mind was um, Martina McBride's video for Concrete Angel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's, you know that song? <laughs> A little bit. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and that video. That, that came out back, back when I was in like, I think I was in college and that, that's a tough video. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but anyway, I, I've said enough. But that's true. Parents can take it too far because they get their emotions involved. Yeah, and there's crazy some things you, you're not gonna know with 
without somebody tell you or you don't have experience because um some things that people do like that or anything it's like kind of like how do I say it like you can be doing that what you're doing and, and then like there's a, a word for something else that's the same thing but then it's a different word for it because it's slightly different like when it comes down to anything so say like when we're talking about this when somebody wants to do something that they're doing and they want to overly do anything bad or good that they're not supposed to do or that they are there there is a difference with a lot of things that's like that that has more than one meaning that's kind of like the same but it's not all the way the same someone could like do something too much and like take it take it too far or something like that you know what I don't know what I mean but sorry it's it's unfortunate and and I, I know a number of people whose parents tried to beat the gay out of them and, and stuff like that. And, and that's when you're like fighting with emotions. I remember this, one of my friends was telling me how his mom was straight up like, all right, we, we about to box. And I'm like, you don't say that to a kid. But it, know. anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, 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 that's horrible. That's crazy. Oh, well. Yeah. Chrissy? Well, um, <laughs> we set the stage for your answer. <laughs> this is heavy, y'all. <laughs> um, there is, like you were saying, though, Jasmine, there's a fine line when it comes to children between corporal punishment and abuse. You know, that's just what it is. You know, you, you beating on your child, that's abusive. Um, you know, give, you know, the punishment has to fit the crime. Um, I'm not totally opposed to giving the child a whooping, but it has to be, um, it has the punishment has to fit the crime. You can't just be beating on your kid all the time. Um, I, I was abused as a kid. I got beaten. Uh, in fact, uh, we were taken from our, our parents. Uh, my mother was a teen mom. She had mental health issues. She did worse than Sorry. beat on us and let her partners beat on us and, and do other awful things. You know, she would tie us up to the bed and leave us for days. You know, that goes beyond, you know, we were in a foster system, you know, because of that. She was a teenage mother with mental health issues. And when I, as I, when I got older, I found out that um, her mother didn't keep her safe. So um, uh, as far as my children are, are concerned, um, I talk to my children. We're gonna talk about this. I'm gonna, I'm going to um, encourage them to express themselves when they're angry or whatever, because they need to know how to do that in a healthy way without using physical violence to express themselves. Um, you know, and I, uh, I think that's a conditioning a lot of a lot of times that um, children who are brought up that way um, are brought up to believe that this is the way that you correct people when they make mistakes or when they 
make a bad choice or, you know, um, if they if they go to if they if if they're not um, at a place of reason, why would you hit them to correct them? If they're at a place of reason, then they know the difference between right and wrong. Right. So that kind of is a little bit asked backwards to me. You know, if you're if you're a child the age of uh, one, one to five or one to eight and you really don't comprehend as well as a child who's older than that, um, then a parent's job is to teach them right from wrong. Right. You know, and um, hitting them, I don't think is teaching them what was. Yeah, it'll teach them something simple. You're going to take an L every time you do this or you do that or a child might perceive it as, oh, you're going to take an L every time you make a mistake or you're going to perceive as doing something wrong every time you make a decision that, you know, you don't really have the reason to make the right or wrong decision for, you know, um, but I'm not, I'm not a huge advocate of, uh, of corporal punishment and whoopings and whoopings and beatings and stuff like that. I'd rather take something away that they enjoy um, a child doesn't like to not be able to go outside if they like to play outside, if they have an activity that they really like, you know, they don't like that stuff to be taken away. Um, but they don't like to be talked to a lot of times about the, the difference, you know, the difference between right and wrong or why their behavior was wrong or it needs some type of correcting. Um, a lot of the time that's worse than for, for a child to just sit there and listen to that and not enjoy the things that, that they enjoy. And uh, and hitting them is is more damaging than than correcting. It d- doesn't correct anything, in my opinion. It just um, creates PTSD and anxiety and you know fear. And um, you know, uh, I never wanted my children to be afraid of me ever, to afraid to come talk to me about whatever. You know, I ain't gonna say I haven't whipped my once or twice if they did something they know they weren't supposed to do or they were told over and over again, don't do that, don't do that, you know, um, cause, cause they've gotten whoopings before, but um, as far as beating on my children, no, that's, you know, I don't believe that's the go-to or it should be the default reaction for when a child makes a mistake or a bad choice. Can I say something about when we were talking about the beating thing? when I was talking about it continually after I let the whole speak, sometimes like I, like a lot of people, they all have their thing, not with the beating and the topic. Like I'm talking about the topic, but I get so kind of confused because how I talk about some things, like sometimes like they, they used to say when it come down to when people were talking about something, like sometimes like when you want to talk about something about the topic, some people, they will say you might be getting off topic when you're talking about something that's about the topic, but something else about it. I don't think you're getting off topic when you're talking about something, something else that's dealing with it, but you might not be talking about it, the exact main thing that's going on pertaining to like the same, the same issue, the same topic. And if you're talking about something totally different and you really are getting off, then yeah, then I think you are. So when we are talking about this, and so we're trying to make it easy, because sometimes it's hard for you to explain some things because you're not in my head, but like when you explain it, you can know when someone's what someone's talking about because they're explaining it and you know what they're saying. 
So I was trying to say like um like I try to tie it in together because my main point was that like say like somebody there whipping somebody and Aaron he he already like had it right. He he knew what I meant when he went and said what he said. But like and I wanna that was a point I was trying to say like um how do I see that? Sometimes, like, say, like, somebody had said um, to somebody, hey, you can go use this or you can have this. And the person that, that you let do that, if you don't tell them no more, then and they know what they can do, they're going to do it again. And it might not be so wrong, but they can do it again until you, you tell them, hey, you, you can't do that. And maybe they knew for sure, kind of. But, you know, sometimes with people, we kind of, like, will use some kind of excuse to where, because everything is an excuse to do something, but there's bad excuse and good excuse. So sometimes we'll use some kind of excuse to be, keep doing something, you know? Like with the beating and the whipping, it's not like some people, they, they're really not right when they're, they're um, doing it. And I didn't know that when um, I seen it and had it happen. Yeah. Yeah, some people that they they are just abusive, and that's what they want to do. You know, there there is it's there's a child is small, a, a small human, like really like you're gonna beat a small human with smaller bones and who's more susceptible to brain damage and all this other type of damage. Not not to mention the psychological damage that it does. You know, like and then you get these adults like, oh yeah, I got my ass whooped. You know, that's why I'm this way or that way or blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, I mean, did it really help you much? Really? And then you're, you're perpetuating a cycle that's not helping your uh, generations after you. It's really not helping. You know, what yeah. is it doing? Creating yeah. a cycle of violence that um, tells a child that, oh, I cannot make mistakes or, you know, I cannot, um, make bad choices or the, you know like certain things are certain things are you know it's it's that's a there's a fine line there too because you know uh, kids who are, aren't given any boundaries or discipline some type of way because there's other forms of discipline other than hitting you know you can you can take stuff away that they enjoy you can talk to them um, if they have like really severe behavioral issues get them some type of help you know, become more engaged with them, you know, or something to help them. But I don't think hitting is is uh, is uh, the best solution, you know. All right. Well, I think that was our last card, team. Excellent job. Thank you all. And, oh, we have to close out. All right. So... I'm Aaron Mack, and this is week 127 on Hashtag Verse TV, the homos talk show. And I'm here with my good friends who will also close out, starting with Jasmine. Hey, I'm Jasmine from Houston. Thanks, guys, for watching and tuning in, and have a good night. <laughs> and Chrissy. Hey, I'm Chrissy from Cleveland. You can find me at um, Love One Chrissy on Love One Chrissy on Instagram. 
and on Facebook um, at uh, Christine Shields uh, to check out handiwork that I do in Cleveland and surrounding areas. All right. That was week 127. See you all next week for yet another fresh installment of Burst TV. Bye. The Homo Talk Show. Hashtag Burst TV. Hi, it's Chrissy from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, Jasmine from Houston. I'm Aaron Mack. And you are tuned in to week 127. And you are tuned in to hashtag VerseTV week 127.